Hello, folks, and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandracina, and with me I have our players. Players? Hi. Wait, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Trin. I go first. Sorry. Sorry. Ah. Art. Absolute art. Oh my god, okay. Hi. So, but wait, sorry, wait, I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> Is I knew I went second, but I couldn't remember if I went second in the introduction or second after Alyssa. So <laughs> I'm, I literally don't even know what to say to you. Yay! I honestly thought I was like missing a a beat, a a a, a bit. I, I thought like there was something no, going on that I didn't get. So there was something going on that none of us knew. <laughs> My brain. The wavelength. Broken. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Hello, my name is Emmett. I play July Everglow. And today, July's fun fact is uh, I wanted to tell a story of how she lost her finger. So if you all will remember, she does have a missing finger, a ring finger on her left hand. Um, she lost it in a fishing accident, but the actual story, like, isn't that interesting? Like, there wasn't a storm, like, it wasn't a bad, like, it was just a normal day. And she was like nine or 10 out on the boat with her grandfather and she just like didn't move her hand fast enough like away from the thing that like reels in the net and it just like it just like crushed her finger and her granddad had to cut it off like it's not like it didn't come from any like epic thing it happened at like 2 p.m on a thursday like <laughs> truly like just like, unwarranted Ouch. like she hadn't even gotten a vision about it that day or anything like just it just kind of happened out of nowhere and then after that happened, her granddad, like, didn't want her to help on the boat anymore, but she insisted. And so ever since then, she's just been, like, super careful, and she hasn't had any accidents since then. Okay. Um, hi, I'm I Trinity Foskett. I play uh, Safria Farlake, and Safria's fun fact this week is that she still doesn't know that Victor shapeshifted, and that's it. And she might never know. That's our fun fact. Hi, I'm Julian. I play Victor, and Victor's fun fact is that he has already killed people. <laughs> Guys, do you yeah. know the definition of a fun fact? Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. I don't my know. Fact, my <laughs> fact was fun. My fact I, was fun. I was juggling between two fun facts. The other class was the other fact that I was just gonna say what my armor class was because I didn't think of anything fast enough. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, Safria's army class is 15. <laughs> oh my god, mine is 13. I'm literally so... I'm not That's saying like... mine, it makes me sad. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact, Trin has the highest AC uh, in the party, I believe. That's Let's upsetting. get it. Let's fucking get it. Why is my AC so high? You have high All glassed cannons. Oh, and I have a shield, because I am a druid. We did it. <laughs> Great job, everyone. We got through the <laughs> So proud of you guys. It only took I only fucked it up twice, minutes. guys. Oh, God. Okay. So, before I discuss where we last left off, I would like to make two quick clarifications from the last episode. Uh, one, it was mentioned sometime during the wolf battle at the start of the last episode that these players are level one. This is not true. They are level two. Just didn't want anyone to be confused there. And number two, uh, the child's name is Alana Webb. I mispronounced it sometime towards the end of the episode, and I did not want her to be confused with our beloved tavern owner, Arlena. This is what I get for having so many fucking A names. <laughs> okay, narcissist, Alyssa. Shut the fuck up, Emmett. Get her ass. Hate you all. Now, Ouch. I'm kidding. I love you. Um, now, with that out of the way, last we left off in Laskia, 
our intrepid adventurers defeated the false dogs that guarded the Temple of Rosewood and met face-to-face with the eldritch being, chock full of shady motives and deceit. They now know that they are in search of an amulet, one that can harness and control all magical power. There are whispers of myth regarding its whereabouts, but no concrete evidence. Cabras told Victor of a strong magical register in Orlin, strange for a city so near to the capital. Upon arrival, they encountered a raid conducted by the council's men on a family of goblins in the northern slums of the city, particularly on a young caster child. One intense fight and some interesting yet unclear shape-shifting abilities later, the council's men are taken care of and the child, Alana Webb, is safely taken to the Wise Dandelion and the group speaks with the proprietors, Arlena and Bellaluna Thessina, which is when we hear Arlena confess, I think I know what's taking people in Orlin. And that is where we are now, folks. Yay! 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 I'm so excited Just about that, but also Quick not. point of clarification. Am I still holding that guy's hand that I'm obsessed with now? Oh, sweet. The, uh, Matthias that you were shaking hands with? Yes. I think you stopped because he got you a glass of water. Oh, true. Like, you had the eye-glowing incident uh, under, yes. your, under your patch. So Right, yeah. from when it was stabbed out. Yes. He's stabbed out, yeah, of course. Yeah, stabbed out, and that's why it glows. Uh, so he's definitely looking at you strangely. Like, he, he is confused and intrigued by your presence. But, As are all. <laughs> but his head kind of whips up when he, he looks, he sees his mama talking about the people missing in Orland. And Arlena continues and says, well, maybe what isn't the right thing to say here? More like who? <gasps> and she turns to Victor. She says, you know how I am, Vic. I hear rumors and I chase them down. People started going on about a warehouse being built in the southern slums. Some people are saying it's how the council is trying to combat poverty in the lesser districts. You know, like they give a shit. I wouldn't really care about what's going on over there, but it's strange. Because the council's men look like bees returning to a hive over there, if, if you catch my drift. I did a quick sweep, and it looks like the council's men surround the perimeter throughout the day. Because that totally sounds like an instant warehouse under construction, right? But anyway, I, I think we should get to it sometime soon. Do a little reconnaissance, you know? And I know you, you just got back, but I was hoping we could look around uh, maybe this evening. Uh, maybe take your uh, friends. And she looks around at the, at the three of you at this table. I think that's a good idea. I would love to find out what's going on there. And he looks yes, at I- like both Sephria and July, and he like he just raises his eyebrows. He goes like, mm. "So <laughs> find out, not kill all of the council's men." No, right? No, I don't want to do that. It's just um, this is about being sneaky. Question mark. Um, maybe sneaky. just a little bit. We don't really, um, Arlena looks at you and and says we don't really know what it looks like at night i haven't really been there but during the day there are a lot of council's men so it might be less active at night which is why i suggested that but still you don't want to drag attention to yourselves and it's possible that while we're walking you might not want to look like yourselves especially since you drew some attention to yourself earlier this afternoon when when did we do that (laughs) also at this point the uh my bird is out of my coat Oh, Julia yes. yells when it comes out. She's still scared of it. You fully seen Salil before, and you're just like, no, I screamed it. the first time. Too. Oh, did you? Yes. yes. <laughs> I, as the DM, are telling you that's a choice you're making. Um, in this in this tavern, uh, we, there are still other people in here, 
but you notice that the other um the other patrons of the wise dandelion are actively choosing not to look at you not because it's like oh we're so afraid of magic because most people that come into the wise dandelion are kind of aware that like this is a safe haven it's more huh. like if someone asks them hey did you see a lady with a firebird they can they uh, can say no it's like, like deniability no. like when yes. they had doctors turn around plausible deniability wait what yeah okay wait let me get into oh, it God. get into it yeah so when people would have jewels they would like hire a oh, doctor do- okay okay you did i do know this i thought i didn't yes. know i didn't get the duels part i just i thought you just heard when you know when doctors turn around i was like what <laughs> hospitals are you going to <laughs> you know when doctors like chuck yeah. stuff at you over their back <laughs> you know what doctors, the doctor's office and they just go whoop doctors like turn around and hand you the scalpel like me throwing a tampon over the like the wall in the bathroom to a friend like that's all <laughs> oh my doctors God. operate <laughs> multiple times a session i ask myself how did we get here this is one of those times yeah i think so i i think i look at her and i say do you want to come or do you want to stay here because we can probably just if you tell victor where it is i'm sure like he could take us there but if you want to go that's also fine obviously well um well i don't think we should leave anyone alone i think we should all go together yeah but But like you know and he like points his hand over at like Safria, as if he was gonna like put his hand over hers, like you know, chill the fuck out. And he goes, but not like that. That's we're still in. Oh my god, I forgot the name of. The- I think Orland. he wants you to put the bird away. I say really loudly. <laughs> yeah, we're still in Orland. It's still kind of dangerous to do that thing. The the bird is perched on my shoulder with like full fire wings. I'm like, what's wrong with it? Like what? What's well, everyone got mad at me about my eye. If you don't, if I don't get to have my eye, you don't get to have your bird. It's only fair. Bird not be that's fair fire. enough. And then I put, I put my bird away. because That's fair enough, honestly. Arlena is looking at you all with wide eyes, like, why? Why did we think? You know what? No, never mind. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. I don't from... know why. What are we I'm moving sure. on from? Uh, <laughs> this is how people talk yeah, to each other. Yes, oh, sweetheart. I, I'm not asking. I don't need. I don't need certification i know how people talk Arlena kind of like pats shoulder july like yeah okay such bad we will no sorry it just startled me touch without acknowledging it might be bad i will i will let you know if i touch you in the future thank you for for putting that out there um appreciated I... I will do the same oh thank you anyway bella luna pipes up at the comment about leaving people alone i think safria said that and uh-huh. bella luna says i will keep here with Mateus and the child and make sure the inn is running smoothly I think it might be best if if Bella Luna goes with uh, if only uh, because she knows exactly where she's going and Arlena is like I was going to recommend the same of just having the four of us go so Arlena Victor, Safria July Mm -hmm. is that agreeable? Can I roll an insight check on Mateus to see if he's sad that he's not going. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Can I roll insight on the two on the the two women to see if they're like, like I know they're cool, but like, can I see if they're cool? Sure, go for it. Raw. I just rolled so good. That's an eighteen plus six, twenty-four. Okay. Uh, you look at Mateus. He looks a little down. Like he's like his parents don't necessarily 
want him getting into into trouble. Uh, Victor knows as much, uh, but it, it's not like like he's not crestfallen that he's not going. It's just like kind of like pent up. I want to be in on the action, but he's logistically filled out in his head, and he's like, oh well, I can just I can protect Bella Luna. I can protect my mom. Yeah. Uh, so I get the impression that like offering to like swap with him would be weird. Especially on the idea that you guys don't know each other that well? Probably. I got a dirty 20 on my insight. Dirty 20? These ladies, coolest bitches in Orland. Probably. Like, no matter what you think of of Victor and the fact that he might be shady, uh, you know that uh, Bella Luna and Arlena are very cool. I mean, they deal in under-the-table stuff, and you know that, but that's, like, to help people and fuck over the government, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily because they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, unless we have anything else, I think we can go ahead and scoot. Yeah, I think all our, all our business is done, right? Right. Well, you see, she says, I, I do recommend going in the evening as it is broad daylight right now. In a, oh, like, oh. yeah. Um, but you see, as she says this, uh, the little the little girl, Alana Webb, uh, you hear the padding of little footsteps ah! in the back room. <laughs> Uh, and you see her wrapped tightly in Carlos's cloak. Um, her eyes are still kind of glowing faintly, but the minimal people that are still here don't notice or, again, are actively avoiding noticing. And she's like, I heard uh, I heard what you were, were saying about, about that place. And I think maybe that might have been where they where they were taking me. Uh, they, th- they, talk- ah! they talked about some place where they were going to experiment uh, about, the, about the stuff I can do. And... My mom was talking to someone last night before I went to bed, and it sounded kind of scary. And Bella Luna picks up the little girl and sets her on her lap and kind of is like, that must have been horrible, little one. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And you see Arlena is kind of like bubbling with levels of rage. Like, like mom mode has activated. She's pissed. And she's like, these. And you see that she's like going to swear and then looks at the child and she says, these monsters should not be allowed to do this to anyone ever again. So What we'll what can it. you do exactly? Um, I say this to the, the child? Yeah, to the kid. The child? Oh uh, my god. What? Uh, like know. Victor has to keep a straight face so he doesn't say anything, but like me as a player. <laughs> Damn. Um Alana kinda she she looks at her hands and, and she says, I don't know. I f- I, I this is it's it's really it's new and and my parents never had magic or at least my mom doesn't have magic i don't know about my dad my siblings i don't think have have magic i don't know and make an insight check on this child any of you or all of you i will do just that thank you very much 21 okay wait hold on i'm just googling these numbers 22 okay i googled 15 plus 7 okay (laughs) Victor, you see a child that's rattled by by trauma. Uh, I mean, uh, they 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 kind of you know they they messed uh, with her and and she she she's scared in that way. Safria and July, you look at this child and see that she is scared of herself. Oh, know what she can do, and she does not know if it's going to hurt people all her life. She's she's lived in Orland and she knows she knows what they say about casters. And she knows nothing of herself and her own power. And, and you look at her and you see that she doesn't know what to do. Okay. I would like to approach the child mm-hmm. and say, I have two presents to offer you if you would like to take them. You can decide like after I tell you what they are. I like presents, though. Okay. 
I figured you would. You are a child. <laughs> so the first thing, and I want to like take out my herbalism kit, and I feel like I I have maybe like one or two things kind of like pre-stock that maybe just help either like kind of suppress the strength of like the visions I get or something like that. Just something that kind of like like Tylenol, but like for casting really hard. Yes. <laughs> so I'd like to give her Can I get like, magical Tylenol? I'd like to give her fantasy Tylenol. <laughs> and okay. be like, if you start to feel like sick or overwhelmed, like take this and it'll help you like chill out a little bit. Okay. What and I'm like, and I can I can give you more if you use it and you find it helpful. Because I know, and I give it a little flash of my fucked up eye, and I'm like, I know that it can be scary, but there's nothing wrong with you, and it's the same thing as trying to be a good person, where if you're worried about whether or not you're hurting people, it means you're a good person, and as long as you're always working toward that, you know, that's what, that's what matters more than anything. And then I say, okay, my second gift, and then I pull out cow. And I say, this is very important. He is very powerful. If you think you have what it takes to watch over him, then he will become your companion. But only if you're up to it. Was, was, was he your friend first? or Cal protected me through all of the years that I lived in my hometown where I had to hide who I was from everyone except for like the one person in my life who understood me. Um, and now that person is dead and I can take care of myself now. The kid's eyes widen at the fact that the one person, you know, who understood you is now dead. Um, but she- Old age, it was, it was old age. That's oh. a lie, but I'm not, I'm not gonna tell her that. I see. I see. <laughs> um, you wanna roll deception? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but I will. Roll it with advantage because this is a child. God. <laughs> so that's a 14. Kid sees through you, but doesn't comment on it. Okay. Um, oh. So, yeah, but I say Cal has protected me, but now I'm pretty much an adult. I'm ready to go off on my own in the world, but he still needs someone to protect. You know? She makes, like, grabby hands for, for the cow, and she says, I would like to, I would like to have this protector with me of course i hand it over like putting the crown on the head of a monarch and it's just like <laughs> it's a shitty looking stuffed cow no she looks at this cow the way like monarchs look at jewels and gold she says i will i will treasure this and she squeezes it very tight to her chest she also says i will take the herbalism things um if if you can show me how to she's like i am eight um i don't know how to make my own dosage and bella luna pipes up she's like we can we can help with that <laughs> dosing on magic yeah i think i run i think i go over to her and because i know enough about herbalism i'm like i take i'm like i take like extra strength tylenol and i take like two of them so i'm like if you cut this into quarters it it'll be fine okay and, and bella luna confirms that looking at your mix she's like i'm i'm familiar with some of these substances i that sounds about right for for a child and particularly a goblin child uh thank you um july that's very sweet of you yeah totally and again if she like 
I don't know if you guys are going to watch or anything, but if she needs more, I can make more. Well, I have to, I have to buy the things. I can't just like produce the items, but I can make it happen. I can facilitate this. We have many of the supplies here um, around the market and we we can buy them, but thank you so much for, for the little uh, starter kit. And she, and Bella Luna gives you a little wink. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and and Mateus, if you're interested, is now now smiling at you. He, he seems very pleased with your little act of kindness. I'm I'm not looking at him. Scowling at Mateus. So no, I just can't look at him because I was looking at him earlier, and he had this like look in his eyes. What it was was like probably apprehension. But July was like, oh, he's scared of me. I'll give him space. Aww. So. Fascinating. Okay. Is there, at, at this child's, uh, Safri, is there anything you wanted to say? It looked like you were talking at the same time and I didn't want to. Um, I basically, like, I just see that this kid is, like, afraid of herself and I see too much of me in her and I don't <gasps> talk to her. Okay, that is, that is fair. Okay, is there anything else we would like to do before evening comes? You have hours before nightfall. You can explore the city. I think I would like to drag both July and Sephria to my house and give them like different clothes or something. Yay! Like, makeover! What's wrong with my clothes? Makeup? Anything? Oh, <laughs> to not let them look like themselves? Um, What's wrong with my clothes? Well, you wore them to kill guards earlier. People know what you look like. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, that helps them remember who I am. That's, That's not good, good though. Arlena pipes up. You do not want them to remember who you are, my child. You do I not. Feel if like I still don't look, guards. if I still don't look goth, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> oh my God, I will find something. Uh, before you guys decide to leave the tavern, um, Arlena makes eyes at you and she says, "Victor, can we, can we maybe talk uh, in my room for for a moment? I'd like to." And she gives you like a once over. Make an inside check. Oh my God. Just Victor though. Will die. Uh, 13. Okay, yeah, it wasn't very hard. You get the sense that she wants to look at whatever fucked up thing has attached itself to you and you have attached to yourself. Um, she's interested um, because even to her, like she, she mentioned how you felt off previously. She's like, there's yeah. something not right here. She's so okay. she, we could talk. Sure. Let's go. Because I want to know too. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So you two go off while he's doing that bella luna is available if you want to talk to her or the child's available if we want to keep talking to her or if you just want me to go straight to victor we can do that i'll talk to july oh yes i also wanted to talk i wanted to talk to you we turned to each other at the same time we're just looking at each other with like owl eyes yeah so no i i like turn to uh july and i see that july is looking at me and i'm like oh did you did you want to say something to me I wanted to ask for your help with something, but if you have something to say first, you can say it first because my thing. Might no, you no, you speak first. No, I want you to speak first though, because mine might take a minute. Okay, but that's fine because mine's just like a question, so I'd rather do the long thing first before. Well, see, I'd rather the short thing first and then the long thing. But the short thing could turn into a long thing. Okay. I just want to know what what do you? I like look at Mateus and then I look back at July and I'm like. What is he to you? You've been attached to him in a weird, in a way that I haven't seen with any of the other people we've interacted with. You keep looking at him. I say, well, he was in my vision lab yesterday 
so normally in the way that's like I'm having a vision or a way that's like I'm having a dream I have I have both of those so it's hard to tell okay I mean what I I have which one is I'm gonna roll because July doesn't know which one is the one that normal people have so (laughs) if she rolls a one through a four on this d8 she's gonna say the wrong one oh well she says yeah just like you know how everyone has visions I had a very normal vision okay but it was normally when I see people, because sometimes I see places, sometimes I see like objects, but normally when I see people, it's just interesting because I often don't know how they're going to come into play in what well, I'm I mean, doing. I mean, a lot of times if you're just having a dream, it doesn't mean anything. It's just that you're, how, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I, I guess I haven't really explained it to you guys because I know that I've been described as standoffish and um, strange. So I didn't I want to standoffish. Thank you. I do think you're very strange. Well, all right. That about clocks. So basically every day for just a little, a little moment, I get a vision. I recently learned that they are from my god ex. And I kind of flash the pendant and I'm like, they like just gave this to me before I left. Okay. Um, but I have them pretty much every day since I was like a kid. Sometimes they're really important and helpful. Um, and sometimes they're not. And I flash my finger and I'm like, on the day I lost my finger, I didn't see anything about having an accident, but it happened anyway. I don't even remember what my vision from that day was. I just remember I didn't have it about losing my finger so sometimes it is really helpful and sometimes it's not I got a vision about going to the temple that was how I knew how to go there so yesterday in my vision I saw Mateus I'm trying to figure out if it was like a helpful like hey go be allies with this person or if it's a watch out because I've gotten both before and I can't really tell the difference okay so that's um, why I'm particularly fixated on him. But it's not because I don't like you or Victor. It's just because you guys haven't been in one of my visions yet. And I feel like I will have a lot of time to figure out who you guys are. And I might not have that time with Mateus. If that makes okay. Sense. Okay. Yeah. Safria is still on edge about him, but is is trusting July. And I say... Yeah, if you, and if you, like, get any insight, that would be super appreciated because another perspective is always helpful in figuring out what my stuff means. Uh, Mm -hmm. I used to talk to my grandfather about it, and he was really helpful, um, but now he's dead, so I can't talk to anyone about it. Well, I guess now I can talk to you if you're okay with that. Yeah, you can talk to me. Excellent. I'm I'm not your dead grandfather, but you can speak to me. That's true. Well, I mean, it's not that you have to be my dead grandfather. It's just that he was, like, the only one. Okay. What was um, your thing? Oh, I just wanted to ask if you'd help me, if you'd help me send something to my mom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I tell her, I'm like, I'm from Tippert. I don't know how to spell that. My mother's name is whatever my mom's name is. I don't know how to spell that. She also can't read. So it's just going to be a postcard situation where if you could write her address on one side, I'm going to draw a picture on the other side okay send it to her so and then I like describe to her because we mentioned in like the first episode that like I I can describe enough 
for someone to be able to write it down and address it to my mom. Okay. I'm not sure like the red house is like an address that'll hold up in like the postage system. The red house tipper. Why wouldn't they be able to find that? It's the only red house. Actually, you can have a point. You can have a point there. Okay. Yeah, it's tr- it's tricky with white houses or brown houses. Um, but grandpa always had the house be like a fun, bright color. He used to get mail, so that helped. But yeah, so I don't know how else to describe where where she lives. Well, I don't know if she lives there. She occupies that space sometimes. Okay. So I, I address the red house in Tippert and then your mother's name uh just to add mother's name is may may your last name shut your damn mouth that's fun um i spell it m-e-i and address it and um and because i don't make the month connection and um because months aren't real here and i and i uh address it and i flip it over and hand you uh whatever i'm writing with to draw a picture Excellent. Thank you. I will get to work on this immediately. And July goes for it, just like scribbling at the bar. I think she draws, I think she draws herself and Safria and Victor, and she draws little smiley faces around them. And then I think she draws that, like maybe there are some trees and she throws a butterfly or two in there. May I please roll some kind of check to see how good this drawing is? Performance. Performance. That's a six, Your Honor. Yeah. So this is very much like a six-year-old's type of drawing. Like it's not like it. It, it scribbles and it's like it's intelligible, but it's like barely. Uh, yeah. Like some of the pictures like overlap each other, and because they are just line drawings, it does start to make it a little more messy. But mm-hmm. it, it's 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 fine, and you can tell it's from you. I take it and I push it to the other side of the bar, and I take out my notebook and I rip out a new piece of paper. And I, uh, <laughs> I readdress it. I readdress it, and then I'm like, maybe try again. And I pass you a new piece of paper. Oh my god! Make your performance. Can I roll again? Okay, come on, gamers. Okay, that's a fifteen. Okay, it's a little better, a little more detailed. Um, it's. I so- think maybe I. I think I had too much going on before, so I think I just draw like the three of us. Yeah, I think I like, and then like you start to draw a tree, and I like push your pencil back down. You're like, no, give up, give up while you're ahead. (laughs) It is definitely Uh, a cleaner drawing, though. Excellent. I'm like, mother, I don't know how she'll feel about this, but she asked for it. So, and then I'll just hold on to it until I feel that there is like a good chance. Like, if we pass, well, I guess I won't know if we passed a post office. I asked, I asked Safria, I'm like, can you Mm -hmm. please let me know? if we pass by a sign that says post office so I can send this. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. I stick out my hand. I offer it to shake. I shake it. And no, I that's will, all. I will let y'all know if you pass a mail, uh, a mail office. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Um, so we will move from this to Victor. So Victor, Arlena pulls you into her room if you let her, uh, muttering something under her breath about you meddling with these forces that you just don't understand. Something that she has absolutely warned you about before in the past. There is this motherly type of concern that she has for you, knowing that perhaps her family is sort of your only family. 
So she leads you into her room and says, take a seat on the bed, please. And he does. Like, right. much like a scolded child, Victor just follows along. And she... he sits on the bed and he has, like, his both of his hands uh, in the middle of his knees, like, oh my god, I'm gonna get scolded. She She's looking at you, she's like, she, she, her face is uh, a frown, but she doesn't look like she's gonna yell at you now. It just looks like she's kind of beyond yelling. She's more concerned, more upset uh, than that. She's not mad, she's just disappointed. Kinda, kinda, kinda the vibe. So as you sit, uh, she she pulls a lockbox from under her bed and then fishes a key from within a hidden compartment in her lyre and opens it up. You feel the magic that comes from these items in this lockbox. Actually, I'm going to ask you, Victor, would you have asked Arlena and Bella Luna if they are casters? Or do you think you're close enough? Or do you think you would not? I I think I would either, like, know or I'd have asked because I've been, because I have been playing this, like, being Victor thing mm-hmm. for a while now. Like, I I think I have said, like, previously before the recording started, but I think I said, like, 10 years, and I think that's a fair enough space of time that I have been Victor and I've known them, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think I would have known if they were casters. Incredible. So I'm going to text you something. Amazing. Secrets. Hello. We're, there's Hello. there's secrets. You're gonna have to ask if you want to know. Sorry. I I would also like everybody to know that while Emmett and Trin were like making their cute little interactions, I have been cooking up theories about what's going on, like a good detective. Let me know when you've read it. All right. Okay, I've read. Um, writing it down. Okie dokie. Uh, so yeah, these items are magic that is not her own. Um, whether that means she doesn't have magic or she does and these are clearly don't have her signature on them. She says, tell me everything you can about the thing you made a deal with because something felt off when you came in a few days ago. But now, gods, Vic, I hope you haven't dug yourself a hole you can't crawl out of. I don't think that would have been a first, but I know what you're worried about. And I agree, he was very shady from the start. Um, he came to me in a dream, and he proposed a business, specifically me getting powers for uh, doing something for him. And I was like, okay, and uh, take this, this is very important. When I said, uh, thank you for being clear with me and telling me the truth, because we're in this like daylight clearing of the woods they uh, snapped their fingers and it was night so i'm sure they're lying to me i struck the deal anyway because i thought that maybe if i had powers i could do something funky with them and then the creature the the entity the 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 being told me to go to a temple in the woods where i found those two downstairs so i will have you know i have not brought them here on my own volition i have i would never do that they have ruined everything. The moment this, they stepped into town, they yeah, all right. killed councilmen <laughs> and blown everything up. I'm honestly not surprised because uh, look at them. But <laughs> damn the shade <laughs> to your party! Oh my Jesus. god, Victor is not a nice guy. <laughs> we deserve it. But uh, yeah, I met them there. There was a statue and. Whatever it was that talked to me came back to us, and we all saw 
different people. So it can um, get into our brains and look for stuff. And July, the, the one with the eye, she said that uh, she couldn't look at it because it was every, like, did she say that? I think she did, right? Yeah, I think I did. I said that it was switching, like it couldn't settle on yeah. that. Yeah. Then I'll share that. I'll be like, and then she said that it was every single face, possibly in the continent. So whatever it is, is not good news. And I am sorry that I made a deal with it. I thought it would be a good idea. Don't say sorry to me. Say sorry to your constitution. She looks you over. She says, well, whoever dragged the other two up, they seem like good people. Um, and the people downstairs, I mean, they, they seem like good people. And They uh, certainly have a big heart. They might not have the brains to follow it. Though. <laughs> that has yet to be seen, at least on my Say less. And she says, well, it sounds like you're either dealing with some sort of older than time being or maybe an unknown trickster god is possible uh from my knowledge of theology and my knowledge of myth but it's hard because sometimes sometimes beings are created from concepts and do i make sense when i when i say that out of character can i just out of character i'd like to suggest that this is just um an extended um, metaphor about how technology is evil and we're actually in a black mirror episode but <laughs> you're done have we considered this theory i certainly didn't intend it <laughs> hmm. well that's not what's coming across so no that's that's totally valid that's valid um I, I like the idea to me that made sense like, out of character okay yeah, yeah i mean like character. american gods the kind of thing like oh i really believe in this so it becomes real Yes, sometimes beings create themselves from the things that humanity idealizes. And Arlena says that could be, that could mean anything. This could be a thing of thoughts, of creation, of anything. It's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint it down, especially because it is so many things, as you said. But let me take a look at it and we'll see what we have going here. And she pulls out these golden rimmed spectacles. Uh, they look innocent enough at first glance, but you know that if you use your detect magic ability, you'd see a cloud of magic surrounding this thing. Um, and she says, "I want to get, I want to get a look at whatever attached itself to you. Is that okay? I don't want to make you uncomfortable." Uh, go on. Thank you. So she closes her eyes and dons the spectacles, and when she opens her eyes. She immediately throws the glasses off into your lap and she screams, bringing her fingers up to her eyes to cover them. Bruh. If I hear a scream, I'm going upstairs. Um, give me a second to resolve this, but I'm sure. Okay, but I'm just saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. And Victor, like, he is also startled by the scream and he even, like, hesitates for a second, like, not out of not caring for her, but a specific thought crosses his mind, uh, and I will text us about that. Really yes. Quick. Okay. Absolutely. Oh. I I thought that, and it, because it's- of this, he hesitates a little bit before he like gets up and tries to touch um, Arlena, and he's like not only very gentle about it, but like he. He's ready to bounce back at any time, basically. Like, 
as if he was the threat, not what she was looking at. And he like tries his best to console her, but he is like jumpy about it. Understood. Uh, so she she's like, "Fuck, fuck out! That fucking hurt." Uh, she pulls her hands away from her eyes, and you see that her pupils are pinpricks, as if someone shined a really bright light in her eyes. And Arlena will be suffering from the blinded condition indefinitely. You're not sure how long this will last. Whoa! No, my God! <laughs> she she's like, "Fuck! I I can't I can't see." Victor, is that you? Yeah, it's me. Uh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Like, are, are you okay? I'm 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 fine. That just that really hurt. I couldn't I couldn't see anything. It was just purple and and bright and it it was just it was nothingness. And I I I don't I don't understand. And you see now that you stood in are near her. The the glasses that she was using are on the floor. If you would like to see what she saw, you could put. You can make an insight check or an arcana check, or you can put the glasses on yourself or use a detect magic spell. I would just, while Julian's deciding what to do, I just want to say out of character, uh, I have lesser restoration. I should get it at the next level because it's a second level spell Mm -hmm. um, and it can cure blindness. So hopefully um, Arlena, if it doesn't go away, I can cure her really soon. Just wanted to let everyone know that it's, that we're going to be okay. Cool. I think I'll go for insight because my detect magic is through Kebris, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd like me to use that against. Whatever you I got want. a nat twenty. <laughs> you got a nat twenty. I got a nat twenty. I swear to God. Yay! No. Damn you, you piece of shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So what I can tell you about this right now is that the thing that blinded Arlena is Kebris. Kebris did not want someone poking around. And as you come to knowledge, um, you're also aware that the blinded effect is not permanent. It will maybe go away in a few hours. Um, okay. So it, it'll be gone by the time. Oh, you, damn. Yeah, it'll be gone by the time you guys have to like go out and like investigate, you know, that warehouse. Um, so it is not a permanent effect. Uh, this was Cabras shooting a warning shot into the ether and saying, back the fuck up because he he likes being known. Cobras likes being known, and you know that from the way he talked to July, being like, you could let me in if you want, but unwanted viewers, no, no, no. Um, he has yeah. to invite you in. You can't, like, yes. you and, don't talk to me unless I talk to you kind of deal. And Yes, exactly. It's like, I, okay. it, it's kind of like, I, you need the invitation to talk to me, otherwise back the fuck up. Um, okay. And as you garner this insight, you start to look around, and it looks like if you had just cast a detect magic spell, you you see the same magic from the temple, but you find its tendrils concentrated around you. It spirals up your body like vines or rope, although you can move freely. And you find it reaches all the way up to your neck, much like a necklace or a noose, though you can feel it. Looking at it makes you realize just how much you signed up for with this. And as you glance around, you feel an icy, cold tendril, feeling much like a hand, wrap around the muscle of your heart. And you hear just a little whisper in your ear. Everything you see, I let you see. And everything you feel, feel, I let you see. Everything? Everything you know, I let you know. 
every moment your heart beats and you feel that icy hand squeeze your heart for just a second but it's enough to make your heart skip a beat and he continues it's because i allowed it kid you breathe a word of this to your little friend and i'll kill her next time nice and slow maybe she'll start to remind you of your mother Oh my god! Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. Which friend was I talking about? Arlena. The girl. The- Talk oh, about Arlena. Oh, Arlena. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, wisdom. Okay. Oh my god. Not us. We're good. Anyway, I got another net 20. I don't think I'm rolling this shit today. Are you serious? You rolled another? Oh I, I my swear, gosh. I picked it up again, but I swear to god, I, I took another net 20. I was like, that's not fun. We okay. believe you. And Thank also, you. Alyssa, he's kicking your ass. So no, I know. I'm a, I'm aware of what they're doing. And I fucking hate it. Okay. <laughs> so on that nat twenty, you do not experience the effect that Cobras was about to pull over you, but at the same time, you know what he was about to do. Um, he was about to show you a memory. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, Bruh. He was about to Don't. show you a memory. And I think you and I both know what that memory is. <gasps> if not, I can text it to you. Yeah, like, please give me a little bit of a reminder. Oh, yeah, I'll text it to you. A lot of things. <laughs> I hate it have to be in detail. secrets. Like no, it's just quick. Secrets are fine as long as I get them. It's not okay. <laughs> secrets are fine as long as me oh, talking. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. He was about to show you that. And that would have done psychic damage of a D10, more or less. Um, Fuck yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, so that is what would have happened, but because you you have the like mental fortitude to like bite him off and be like, no, back the fuck up. The the tendrils dissipate. Everything kind of falls away. You're you're back. You're still in the room. Arlena's on the floor. She's kind of like padding around. She's like, Victor, are you there? And we will shift to downstairs, where Safria and Bella Luna and Mateus and July have all heard Arlena scream. Safria, July, and Mateus all see Bella Luna go white as a fucking ghost, drop whatever she was holding, so she, like, sets the child down and runs to the source of the scream with her hand on her dagger. I stay with the kid. Do, I I don't know the exact source of the scream, huh? You can follow Bella Luna. Okay, I'm gonna follow her. I was gonna miss you, step, but I can't, I don't know where it is, so I'll, I'll follow Bella Luna. Yeah, uh, and Mateus follows you two um also with his hand on his dagger and when you walk into when bella luna opens the door to their room uh the glasses on the floor and victor just standing there and bella luna is like what the fuck just happened and looking at you victor victor's like he's a little bit shell-shocked that's a lot of (laughs) also i will say she's not accusing you of anything like she doesn't think you did it she just wants to know what the fuck happened okay he like he takes a second to realize he's like he's not seeing the tendrils anymore. Cabras like he couldn't implant the memory on my brain, but I think like resurfaced it enough enough for me to like not see the image itself, but like I remember that happened. Yeah, and, and, and I'm absolutely and, not okay yeah. with it. And Victor like he blinks a little bit until his eyes like focuses on on Bella Luna, and he's like. Shit, I'm so sorry. She she asked to see what the fuck I made a deal with, and then this happened. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be like that, but it's not gonna happen again. Hey 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 hey, it's okay it's okay. And she kind of puts her hand out to you, 
Um, and Arlena kind of reaches in your general direction, and they're both like, it's 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 gonna be okay. And Bella Luna helps Arlena up, settles her, and Mateus kind of sticks with her. And Bella Luna uh, looks at you and she says, "Are you okay? Did it hurt you?" No, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm sorry. Just no, scared. don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm more concerned for you now than I ever have been because you're connected to the thing that just blinded my wife. It's. That's not Victor. That's the opposite of fine, honey. What? What exactly blinded her? What? What was it? Uh, Arlena speaks up and she says it was whatever. Whatever magic is attached to Victor did not want me to see it, and it kept me out the way it knew how, which was to make me not see. So she she's like, I don't think it's permanent, uh, but I know we have some potions. I could probably take something, um, and that should be that should suffice. I pick up the glasses and like hold them and like go to put them on like a dress first line so I get stepped on. But are is there like can I feel like magic or something coming off of these like glasses? Yeah, you you feel not malevolent magic, but you feel like because I want to explain just for the audience because the magic in this realm is so rare, its existence at all is like you can feel it, kind of like you can feel like a temperature drop almost it is that uh-huh. kind of sensation so these glasses put off like a minor like arcane magic but not like not something that would blind a person okay yeah but you do you do kind of feel the residual effects of whatever blinded arlena and whatever is attached to victor settling in this room settling in, in their bedroom and it's not doesn't feel good feels a little suffocating i can't do anything about it like i can't I had I'd have to like put the glasses on, but I wouldn't know to do that. So I mean, unless you had to spell magic, I don't know if you could. Do I do not. Yeah, and like it's a spell magic thing. It's 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 kind of just like it's gonna sit here for a little bit, and it's gonna follow Victor around. But like, okay, is it as you guys start to like move around, it'll probably fade out a little more. Okay, I just kind of stand there and wait for everything to unfold. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Bella Luna is going to lead Arlena down the stairs. Uh, actually, not even lead. Carry her, like, kind of like a bridal style. Oh. Carries her down the stairs towards the bar. Goes under the... Uh, actually, before she, she goes downstairs, she turns to Victor and says, Victor, can you lock up? Can can you put the things back where they were? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So she's going to leave you to do that. She trusts you to do that. And if you wanted to, you could you could look at what other magical items are in here. Because uh, there are others, or you could just put this I, up. I think I wouldn't like poke around a lot. Like you said, she took the glasses out of a box. I want to see what's inside the box, but I won't like scourge around the room or anything. I'm not that kind of creep. No, I got you. Um, there's <laughs> there's a bunch of items in here like that look just like knickknacks. Like there's the glasses, there's a ring, there's a necklace, uh, there's a cloak in here. There's uh, a small dagger, maybe the size of like a pencil. There's something that looks like a paperweight in here. You're not really sure what any of them do. You'd have to like either ask Arlena or test them out yourself. But, you know, seeing as what the glasses did, maybe it's not wise to test things out when you don't know what they are. 
Um, so that's there. Yeah. The key that she pulled from her liar compartment is still on the, the shelf, uh, like beside her bed, like on the nightstand. And you can lock up the box and put it back if you want. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. I'll lock the box and I put it back in a safe place. And I make sure it's like well hidden. I lock up the room too, like if I have the key to do that. Yeah, uh, you you have the well. You don't have the key. Not with Safri inside. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I don't. When they all leave, I don't. I kind of I stand in the room and I kind of give Victor like a questioning look of what happened. I pretend I did not see it. <laughs> if you pretend you don't see me, then I kick the door closed behind me and I say, "Okay, so what was that?" That was a deck she took those magical funky glasses and she looked at something that now I know she shouldn't have looked at and that happened so it was pretty straightforward and he says that like while putting the stuff away still not looking at Safria Safria if you'd like and if Victor allows it you can make an insight check and Victor can make a like a deception check against it yeah okay 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 No! Um, it's only a nine. I got a next one! <laughs> I my no! Your luck ran out. Your luck ran out. Okay, so Victor, uh, please tell Safria what she sees in you in this moment. Um, Victor, like, he's putting the stuff away, but he's, like, shaky. His hands are physically shaking. He, like... He doesn't look at you like mm. he's not only avoiding your questions, but he's avoiding you specifically. He doesn't want to look at you. He doesn't want to like talk to you. Okay. And he's like the spitting image of anxiety right now. Okay. <laughs> like visibly not okay and aloof with his head like in another dimension while he tries to make himself busy with handwork and not try to think about what's happening. Okay. Uh, then if I see this, I like I clock that you're shaking, and I open the door and I say, "I'll give you your space. Meet us downstairs when you're ready." And I walk out of the room. Thanks. I'll I'll do just that. And he mm-hmm. like he takes his time to put stuff away. Yeah. Secretly grateful for this episode <laughs> for like leaving him late. So, so Victor, you take your time to put things away and also compartmentalize some certain things that might have resurfaced. Um, yeah. And, and take your time to feel like Victor again. Downstairs, uh, Safria, yes. you see... Safria and July, you see both Mateus and Bella Luna ten, tending to Arlena. Arlena is, like, kind of slowly sipping what this, like, pinkish, uh, shimmering liquid that again no one is paying attention to uh but you get the sense it's like some sort of like a, a potion that's like maybe like a lesser restoration or something mm-hmm. um and is just kind of sipping on that you see her like arlena squinting so you can tell that she's like slowly getting vision back but it's just like a little fuzzy okay i'm kind of avoiding that whole situation i go downstairs and i fill in uh july because she didn't come upstairs so yeah. I, I tell her what happened i leave out victor's like nervousness but i tell her basic the basics of what happened okay is everyone okay yeah a little bit blinded and uh shook up but nothing that some rest won't fix you see alana kind of pops her head up and she says um is is miss arlena gonna be gonna be better soon yes yeah uh it's just 
we we've got stuff to fix it being being temporarily magically blinded is no biggie oh oh okay so some magical things can be reversed sometimes yes or yes. sometimes they go away with time okay and and she she kind of clocks your confusion safria just like the way you said the question and yeah like, oh i just she points to her own eyes and she's like these are still glowy and i kind of don't know how to fix it like it's not hurting or anything they're just they're just here can i is there yeah. a way is there a way that i could teach her thaumaturgy make a hmm what kind of check would this be probably like... arcana right yeah make an arcana and i'm gonna say with disadvantage only because you don't know you sometimes you don't even know how your magic works and you just learned about where you got your magic from like based so based. disadvantage can i cancel out the disadvantage if i say like because i've like studied magic even though i don't know thermaturgy yeah no i'll allow that okay i rolled once i got a 16 on the die so 17 okay great so with that 17 it's not like enough to be like i know how to do this without help but as you kind of like start to teach her like the the ways of how you do thaumaturgy she you see her like kind of move her hands is thaumaturgy is it a does it have somatic components i can't remember fucking fine no my guy mm, i you know what fuck it doesn't matter uh you see her <laughs> make a little a little movement with her hands and like the the light uh, that the arcane light in her eyes uh, dims. Okay. And I say, if you keep practicing that, I know it took me a really long time. I lift up my eye patch and I show her like the normal looking eye. I'm like, this took me a really long time, especially considering that I was like just kind of teaching myself. But if you practice, you'll get really good at it and you'll be able to kind of have it going all the time. Alana, um, she like looks up at you and she says, thank you. This, I can see this coming in handy. Uh, and she, she laughs a little bit. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And she's still clutching Cal to, to her chest. Of course. He's a great hugger. As you do. Oh. Uh, so as Arlena slowly gets her vision back and Bella Luna stays very close to her side, Arlena kind of looks around and she says, okay, I can see light and shapes. And it's coming into focus. Holy shit, folks. Um, and she, she sort of laughs to herself and she's like, man, haven't had that type of excitement in, in uh, quite a long time. <laughs> you guys are, are something else, aren't you? And she gives you a little wink. I've been told that many times before. I don't mean it negatively. Please, please. I, I don't mean to offend. Um, People meant it negatively when they said it to me? Oh, yeah, probably. I wasn't going to confess that, Safria, but yeah, it's it's possible. I don't mean it negatively, is what I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> July, make an inside check on Arlena. I'm asking for a lot of inside checks today, but... Mm. Well, great. So, yeah. um, that's an 11. It's an 11. You get this general sense, um, that Arlena really likes you. Arlena has taken a liking to you. Not... Oh. And in, in a in a way that she thinks you are interesting, and there is some level on some level she cares about you and your well being. Yeah, that's weird. On what <laughs> level you don't really know. And avoid but... her for a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's one like, for the therapy list. Well, it's just new. <laughs> like it she's is... not used to people immediately like taking a shining to her, so she's just like something's wrong with her. 
I, like, I normally people act more upset when I meet them. Yeah. Um. Well, you do. You see some sadness there, but you don't think it's related directly to you. Um. You think, you know, some people are just sad. Um. And then uh, what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> <laughs> Arlena is like, okay, I'm definitely feeling. I'm. I'm feeling good. Victor, have you come downstairs at this point? Or are you? Yeah, I think. I think so. Like while they were talking, I I get to make my way downstairs. Like his posture is like a lot more rigid than when he went up, but otherwise he he looks fine. Like if he has been crying, you don't you uh, gotta don't know that. Give me a favor, old deception. Hmm. That's a nineteen, and I dropped the dice from afar, so he it also rolled on the table. Okay, so I want you to know that. Arlena rolled a 19 insight. What is your modifier? My modifier is plus two. Like, I got a, I, I said 19, but technically it's 21 because oh. my is plus two. So she, her bonus is a little bigger than yours. Uh, so she, she gestures you closer. Oh my god. She, she like, she so... like, gestures you closer. Um, she presses uh, a kiss to your forehead and she says, it wasn't your fault. I'm fine. Oh my god. Look at me. Look Damn, at me. you're getting this room of gay people. I truly <laughs> I, I know because this is the shit that would get me. So uh, she presses a kiss to your forehead. She says, it wasn't your fault. I worry for you, but it doesn't look like it wants, from what I saw, it, it doesn't look like it wants to hurt you. I think it needs you in some way, as, as parasites often do. Be careful, okay? I promise I'll be. Thank promise, you. promise. And she holds out she holds out a pinky. She's like, promise, promise. Promise, promise. And he like links her, his pinky with hers. That's like the silliest thing I think uh, yeah. both July and Sephira have ever seen Victor do. And Arlena smiles at you and she says, do whatever it is you were going to do before I called you up because it looked like you needed some place to go and I will see you tonight. Okay. Please be fine. I'm. And I'm, he kisses her cheek back. Oh. He walks away back to July and Sapphire. Yeah. As you go away, she lifts up her little her little potion glass and she says, "Hey, I'm bright as rain, my friend." And she. I love her so much. I would die for her. Every okay. single one of the Thespinas. If anything messes with them, I will kill them. Capris is on my list now. <laughs> I love that. Okay. What do you do now? I, ma- I uh, make my way to July and Sephria, and I put one hand on each of their shoulders, and I... Hi. Ah, we're sitting. I'm oh, sorry. So sorry. And he, like, takes his hand away really slow. It's okay. You just have to warn me. Yes. I'm sorry. This is force of habit. I will be mindful of that from now on. Now, you two need new clothes and hopefully something that hides your faces because you have killed guards today. And he, like, he lowers his voice when he says that. <laughs> you two have killed guards today. This is not good news because we're in a council city, so you can't be caught. Now, yeah. I live down the street. And he like... Room tour, MTV Cribs. MTV Cribs. <laughs> And when like, you come up to us, Sephria, a pet on the back, 
and he like makes a gesture for July, like come. And when you when you walk up to us, I have like my like coat like open, and I'm like formally introducing Salil to July and being like, "Look, nice bird." <laughs> I stick out my little finger to shake its claw. He does. He like puts like the hooked little thing. Excellent. Perfect. I would die for this creature. <laughs> TLDR, yeah, we die for boy. every single thing. We <laughs> die for every single thing. Yeah, that's and then true. I stand up and follow you out of the bar. I get a little turned around, but I do fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, you all I leave? assume I say goodbye to everyone too at the bar. I'm not a turbo die. <laughs> No, of course. You you say goodbye. Uh, Bella Luna gives you a, a tiny wave. Uh, Arlena gives you a little thumbs up. Uh, and Mateus is a very enthusiastic, like, bye! I also say bye to everyone as well. I, like, give a general bye to everyone. And now you are leaving the Wise Dandelion and heading down the block to Victor's humble abode. On the way there, you do see a poster, uh, the one that Victor saw before, regarding uh, the gala that's happening now in about a week or two. Can I roll to read it? Oh god. You can. <laughs> you can. I just punched myself in the face so hard. <laughs> you, you actually? Yeah, and I have like a split lip right now so I just hit myself right on the we're not gonna talk about you. Okay, wait, no, but I do make it. I do. I got, that's a 19, which means okay. if it's in common, I can read it. It is in common. Um, yes. I'm like, guys, everyone look. And I, <laughs> and I read yes. it to them. Your little pendant is is glowing just a little bit. Not enough to be like noticeable from like people passing by, but like you feel the warmth of it. I Aww. read it to them and I'm so proud. There is a dance or whatever this is talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The poster reads, we welcome you to a formal gala held by the council. All of any class or creed are welcome. And it gives a date uh, that is a couple weeks from now. You all, even you, July, get the sense that this is an unusual occurrence because they are pretty, they're a pretty secretive bunch. And like no one's seen the councilsmen, or sorry, no one's seen the council in ever, maybe? Like you don't know... Who the councilsmen get their orders from but i as far as you know no one's ever seen the council and below that poster is another poster and it is a wanted poster for like it's been a couple hours but they drafted them up pretty quick and my 19 count for that one too yes it can count for that one too but you kind of don't need it because you can see the 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 kind of terribly sketched pictures of carlos of safria end of yourself july well yeah but i i get too excited i'm like yes poster one down number two wanted i rip it off of the poster and i shove it in my pocket yeah. <laughs> um and there aren't that many out there like not as many as there are for like the gala or whatever but now you know that people are definitely looking for whoever committed the crime okay so there you're in the clear victor it's just us two and some other dude yeah yes that is but true i don't want to be caught walking with you too yeah, I know. Okay, make over time. Take over time. Um, and also on the way to Victor's place, you do pass uh the the post office. Uh, I, I assume Safria points it out to me, and I say we should probably yeah. come back when we look different. Okay, Smart. good, good choice. But now you know where it is. I know what the building looks like. Got him. It's blue. Just keep that in mind. Can't read the sign. Can see the building. 
you do see like a little like a little picture of like a letter because it is pretty common for people not to be able to read uh maybe not specifically in orland but like on the outskirts of orland it is definitely a, a common occurrence so there's like a little picture of an envelope okay you you head to to victor's place victor give me a description of what your house looks like a or your basically like the house is not as it's not big it's cluttered and it's specifically cluttered with paper most of it that's thrown about is either not specifically written on and the ones that like have things written on them it's like it's a mess uh there's have finished papers and places basically every single surface you can write on has paper in it the ones that do not have like all sorts of stuff you wouldn't be able to know who the fuck lives in that house if you just walked in without reference that it was pictures and it's dark there are candles and like near the the writing surfaces i don't think the windows are boarded shut but they might as well be because like it's just closed all the time like the the window itself it has like those um it the wood part of it it's closed and there's like curtains over it and then like mm. curtains over the curtains <laughs> it's a lot and it's really stuffy and it's like really cluttered and shitty and basically the one thing that draws attention is it is it called a vanity table or some shit uh, a vanity know. Yeah, yeah. Vanity. the the only thing that calls attention and that is organized, it's a vanity and a wardrobe. The only thing okay. that doesn't have like shit around it. Not even the bed is safe. I get like very, I like sink into myself. I get very nervous about lighting like any of these papers on fire. I like, I'm like, I run hot, <laughs> and this is very, this is nerve wracking. Oh my god, fire, Elsa! <laughs> the candles, the candles weren't lit because I was like, I wasn't home. It's just there and he like he doesn't even say anything like he walks inside and he expects you guys to follow and he just like close the door behind you and he goes straight for the wardrobe i definitely do i give july a look that i don't think she sees and i go inside yeah i definitely just walked in it's like safria you got the door (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i i go inside and um uh i feel very out of place but i'm kind of just like waiting for instructions I feel like that's kind of that's kind of Safria's default is just to sit and wait for instructions. Uh, Victor is like digging for his wardrobe, and then he turns around and he's like, "What sizes do you guys wear?" I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I, all of my clothes were specifically tailored. I don't know how to answer that really. My granddad made my clothes, so they're me sized. He pulls out something that might fit Safria, he pulls out something that might fit July, mm-hmm. and I think, like, you guys are completely different sizes of people, like, I imagine Safria like, kind of, like, long in July. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm, like, five, six, and I'm, like, a normal, like, I'm I'm a little buff, but not, like, muscular, like, I'm just kind of, like, big. Yeah, I'm, like, a five, ten pencil of a woman. So you in real life. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That is. It me. is true. I I think like Victor is like also like kind of average, but like he's lean. He's just not tall. 
but mm. he pulls out uh, a pair of clothes and he hands them to each of you and i wouldn't say like oh it's a perfect fit but even no like my my the pants are a little too short and like the sleeves are a little too short yeah like but not too short like this fits you but it wouldn't fit victor and it probably wouldn't fit like july mm. it's not <laughs> like it's not sleeve on on her yeah like it's not perfect but the, uh, he yeah it's not like it doesn't fit of you a uh, sized clothes that wouldn't fit him so why would it be in his wardrobe uh, oh i see no hints. Yeah. No hints. Hmm. Oh, hold up and he like takes the the sheets off his bed and like shakes off the paper off of it and he like <laughs> kind of ties it to to the tall things in the room and he's like, you can change behind that. I'll not look. And then so I was already stripping in front of God and everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just like waiting. Like I was like holding it in front of me, like waiting. And no, July, July, like the second you handed her the clothes, they're going in. But she's wearing so many layers that she's not even to the bottom yet. But like this whole time, you're like, hmm, what will Safria wear? She's like, okay, take off the cloak. Take off the shirt number one. Take off the shirt number... Like, she's wearing every piece of clothing she has. She's wearing, like, all of them. Um, I turn around and, to ask you a question. I'm like, oh, my God. I, like, I like, like, I'm, like what, what are you doing? I'm... We're changing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. What? What am I doing wrong? No, just keep going. <laughs> I'll be outside. And he... <laughs> Wait, you guys seem upset. Are you guys mad? No. I just wasn't expecting you to start doing what you're doing why is it weird to change clothes not well without warning what do you mean without warning you just do it okay it's we're gonna come back to this (laughs) what do you mean we're gonna come back to this why can't we deal with it now (laughs) nope i just don't want to deal with it right now and i just walk behind that curtain (laughs) that's been put up okay i change but um i think everyone's mad at me Victor is just waiting for you guys in the other room. Yeah, I think I just yell when we're done. Yeah. I don't yell any specific word. I just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys are done changing and you're in the full fit, what do you guys look like? What do you think you're wearing? <gasps> Ooh. Trin's think... favorite question in a D&D oh, question. I think I'm wearing, okay, so before I was wearing like a dress, like a little wizardy. I think now we're going full rogue. I think I've got like black tight pants on. I think I've got like, I've got just this, just like a kind of like a tank toppy like corset stay. And then I have like, like a cloak over it. I like tight as hell. Love that. Fine. How about you, July? I don't know enough about clothes to describe a fun fit, but I definitely think that she's wearing pants instead of a skirt which she's not super used to um and maybe instead of her cloak she has like a big like sweater on or something she might be she might have gone for the kind of like cottage core like maybe a big sweater with like the elbow patches like kind of the like trying to not trying to look like safria but looking more like someone safria would hang out with like a little academic oh and i think again and i think (laughs) and she wants a pair of gloves and she because she puts them on and then she puts something like in the floppy glove where her finger is missing 
Uh, she like stuffs it so it looks like she has all ten of her fingers. Smart. Nice. And she's like, the eye patch. She's like, do I need to take it off and look normal? Because I can. But then if we have to use magic, I don't look normal. Oh, here. And then I, I take her eye patch off and I put my glasses on her. Like I take my glasses off and I put a big hat on as well. So we got a little change of pace. Excellent. I have that covers my big ears. Mm. Yeah. And doesn't do anything to July's little ears. I think she like, she's like, guys, look at my face and tell me which eye color I should do. And she leans in and her eyes get really wide and she just starts cycling through every color. She's like, which one? Okay, stop when I say stop. Okay. And stop. Stop. It's like a gross, like, baby poop green. And then we're just stuck there. Baby Yay. Poop. I love that. I, I think, like, Victor picks up, like, he just casually opens the door, pulls up, like, those uh, bandage rolls kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to to July and he's like, if you get tired of using your magic, you can use this instead. Just for precaution, in case you're... Cool. Oh, yeah, we should just do that. We should just wrap it like it just happened to me. Like, Oh, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. So we could get, like, we could... Yeah, you know, so we could get, like, a little, like, a square of, like, bandage and then maybe put, like, a little bit of, like, red on it or, like, a dark, like, a color that'll, like, kind of dry, like, that dark brown color that blood does. And then just wrap the bandages around we'll act like it just happened. I produce a good berry i smash it and i like yes. on your your eye patch and yes. i pull out the, the vengeance thing to like, like yes <laughs> this is so good but um, i also have the glasses on yeah, yeah. i love that <laughs> i'm still a man of academia i just am missing an eye now okay uh july i have a question for you do you take off the pendant genuine question i'm just asking Okay, but you're not because I, I can see your stupid little face, your stupid little <laughs> suspicious face. <laughs> she turned her, she Let's turned her camera off. Do you take oh. off the pendant, motherfucker? Um. So I'm gonna ask you again: Do you take off the pendant? I can I make like a religion check or something because I don't think that. Eliora mentioned anything specifically to me, but it's like if I keep it like in my pocket, is it like the same as wearing it? Or like if I put it around, like if I wrap the chain around my wrist or like my ankle, is that the same thing as me wearing it around my neck? Can I roll like a religion check? Yeah, make a religion check. Great thing that my religion sucks. And if you have to keep it on, you can just tuck it under your shirt. Yeah, but sometimes it glows. So that's okay. a 13. 13 you get the sense that if you take it off you you get the same effects like Eliora would still be connected to you and if you put it in your pocket it'd probably be the same so do you try okay. to take it off i'm gonna i'm gonna unclasp it you can't it doesn't have a clasp what i can't move it uh you could try to lift it over your head the chain's long enough that you might be able to oh then like i just want to take it off my neck as you try to take it off your your neck uh the chain like shortens to the point where you can't like not like it's choking you or anything but like you can't pull it over your head oh like, that's helpful if this, somebody tries to take it off later yeah th- this this pendant is in a way like Eliora kind of like bound it to you or attuned it to you where it's like th- this cannot be severed um this is gonna bound me with an anklet or some shit <laughs> they, they I... not 
can I see that? Can I see like July? Yeah, I do it in front of God and everyone. Oh yeah. Well then you all see that this this pending ah. changes size to try to take it off. Like it gets Victor stuck on. like Victor just puts his hand on her shoulder and he's like, You should keep that. I literally don't have a choice, but thank you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if you had, keep that. Well, yeah, I was gonna, what I was gonna do is I was gonna take it off my neck and like wrap it around my ankle and then hide it in my boot. So then even if it like, and just kind of tuck it into my shoe so that even if it started glowing, like it wouldn't be as obvious as it just being under my shirt, but it's just gonna have to be under my shirt. But this sweater is pretty thick. So yeah. Yeah, you think fingers. on on your little religion check, you can also kind of tell, although this doesn't super apply to the topic, but like you can kind of tell that it wouldn't like glow through. Like the the power is usually it's just like, oh, this thing warms up and it gets a little brighter, but it's not like it's not the way your eye glows. You know what I mean? Okay, it's excellent. And I think I'm like, oh, also here, like I think I think this would help. And I reach over and I take her hair out of the ponytail. Ah. Sorry, I know. Just you pull it out. Only I whip it out. Eliora Sorry. knows the last time it was brushed. Oh it my like stays. god! It's it keeps its form. It's just like then it's like it's still in the ponytail shape. It just kind oh, of like mad. sags. Oh my! I'm brushing your hair. Sit the fuck down. Oh no! Self care. <laughs> it becomes a two person project where we like split it in half and yeah, we're both going, and it still takes like the better part of an hour. <laughs> we have time until and july just keeps saying i'm immune to pain i'm immune to pain i'm oh, immune to pain i'm like she casting just... cure wounds on you as this is happening God. God. i think i think like our hair our product is a thing because i think i would have some of those to help with the <laughs> so yeah like even if it takes a while we just look after july's hair because do we are we just like leaving it down or are we doing like a braid like what's the situation whatever just makes you look different i guess hair down would look the most different so yeah let's do that yeah like i think i think yeah like the middle point between being comfortable and not looking like yourself yeah Mm -hmm. it's weird i haven't worn my hair like this since i was little little feels weird to feel better um no okay but I really appreciate you guys. That's not to say that I don't appreciate you guys' effort because I know that I know that I would get you guys in trouble too if I was discovered, but also I would get in trouble. You know that. So I thank you. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Thumbs yeah, up. Just, just thumbs up. Can we go um, to the post office? Sure. Yeah. All right. You folks head to the post office, which is not super far from Victor's place. You scoot in. There's another wanted poster on the mail. Um, I I take it. Um, Any of them that I see, I'm taking. Do you? Because there's people on the street. Do you like make a stealth? Uh, like a stealth? I well, if we don't look like us, then it, then we shouldn't have to. Put oh it yeah, on the thing. that's yeah. fine. Actually, never mind. Okay, so you you leave the poster where it is. Yeah. Great. So you guys you guys go in. Little bell above the door rings, and you see a young half elf woman at the desk and she says hi folks how can i help you hi i have never sent a letter before but i would like to send one now absolutely we'd love to do that for you where to tipper and i put the postcard on the table with address up yeah uh, she she looks at the the letter address up 
and she says, Red House and Tipper. Honestly, I think that's enough description. It's she- the only one there, so. Unless someone painted it while I've been gone, but that's kind of unlikely. <laughs> she she laughs a little at your kind of not joke, but she thought it was funny. And she says, okay, do you have a copper piece for me to put a stamp on this and send it out? That's a look. You probably would. Yeah, I feel like like I have- Not I, I think do. I think I have the equivalent of two gold pieces, but it's like almost all copper pieces. So I jangle. But it's all pennies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh my all penny. god. I jangle, I'll but it's all <laughs> No, it's nightmare. Fine. I, say, no, I it's... know if you don't, Safria does. And if Safria doesn't, Victor definitely does. I I scoop out, I just scoop out and I put it, and I feel like maybe like they're like tipper coins or something, like they're not even worth a copper piece or something. And I'm like, how many of these? They're like pressed you? pennies, so like technically they're pennies, but also they're not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm taking like pressed pennies and i'm like how many of these make a copper piece just july july i'll pay for it and you'll make up to me later she uh, but, uh, well but i don't want to do that i just want to do this now the half elven woman looks looks up and she's like uh you know what you said this was your first letter yes you you keep your your tipper coins that's fine mail office treat call it that and she puts a little stamp on puts one of her own copper pieces in and said um you, woman she she has a little nameplate uh on her her desk that says elizabeth um no uh so she says this should be to tippert in seven to ten business days takes a little bit but yeah um do you i noticed you didn't put a return address on this is there um no no okay very well and it's lost it's lost (laughs) <laughs> it gets lost, it gets lost. Yeah. Uh so she puts it in like a bin of other um letters and stuff to be sent out later today. And she says, Is there anything else I can do for you? No, thank you so much. And I stick out my hand to shake it. She shakes your hand and says, It's a pleasure to meet you. Have a wonderful day. Nice to meet you too. Thank you very much. Have a good day. And I walk out and I leave. And I'm like, so does everybody get free letters or because I would have been sending them if I knew they were free. No, usually you pay No, for that's stuff. just you and just today. Yes. Wow. The next one you will probably have to pay. I guess I am the chosen one. Eliora was right. Oh my god. <laughs> I understand it now. I understand. All right. I don't even think that they said I'm the chosen one, but just I don't the think they did not words that they said. The first this is the first time that July has ever been like, wow, I'm like really important. Not true, but still the idea. Cuz she got a free letter. Yeah, because she got to send a free letter. Like, this is, like, made a week. She's sky high right now. (laughs) Okay, at this point, it's been a couple hours with your makeover. The sun is setting, so it's not quite night, but you're you're getting close. You head back to the Wise Dandelion. Did I have a vision yet today? I could have had a dumb one. Yeah, you had a vision today. Um, It wasn't anything super important. I think you might have seen, like, an image of the pink shimmering potion, but not any context surrounding it. Just just the potion. Just like a normal one. Okay. Yeah, an, an, a normal one. Yeah, a very normal vision. Yeah, very normal vision. Uh, so you head to the Wise Dandelion, yay or nay, or is there something else you'd like to do? Yes, I don't Sounds think there's good. anything else. Okay, great. Uh, so you guys head back into the Wise Dandelion, and as you walk in, you see a frantic goblin woman who is already in the center of the tavern, uh, approaches the desk. Bella Luna is at the the front desk and she's like i'm so sorry 
uh, we're closed for the evening. But the woman kind of interrupts her and says, my little girl, some, someone took my little girl. Her name's Alana. She, she got into some trouble. And you see Bella Luna go stone faced and say, I'm afraid we don't have anyone by that name here, ma'am. I'll have to ask you to leave. Get her ass. And the, exactly. the goblin woman says, but I, I saw him. I saw him bring her here. You have to have her. And Bella Luna says, and I said, we don't get out. Oh, if none of you interject, the goblin woman continues. And I'm she, not interjecting. Like with before she's looking, I like look at Victor and Saffron like, don't worry, guys. They don't know I know this secret. And then I fake zipper my mouth shut. Perfect. So um, like, uh, is she going to keep talking? Uh, she's going to keep talking if you don't say anything. Then I approach her and I like gently put my hand on her shoulder and I say, Ma'am, she said the bar is closed. I need you to leave now because I have business to do. Oh? She she looks at you and she's like, Who who the fuck are you? I'm looking for my daughter. It's it's really important. I heard that he That is not nice here. language, ma'am. July, shut But I unzippered my mouth. I unzip it back. <laughs> I unzippered my mouth. <laughs> I zipper it back and I pout. My god. And then she looks uh between like the the two of you between Bella Luna and Victor and she she sort of realizes that you guys like you guys kind of know what she did or you know what happened and she was like they said they wouldn't kill her they promised me what else would you have me do we can barely make ends meet as it is madam i'm sorry i don't give a shit i needed to leave now i have business to do ma'am yeah, I, I, I look yes. her in the eye i'm interjecting i, okay. I go ma'am i we here at the Wise Dandelion have are so sorry about your missing daughter, but I we don't know where she is. Maybe you could try filing a police report. Like they'll give a shit. Do you are you from here? Do you do you know what they do? No, I've been out of town for a couple of days. If you could just fill me in, that'd be lovely. Fucking deception check. Disadvantage <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking word choice you made. With what? With the word choice you use, disadvantage. No, I thought you said advantage. No, no. Deception. Man. Yeah, deception with disadvantage. Physical pain. Can I help her by not unzipping my mouth but just nodding and like cancel it out? Just like nodding, really serious. That, my deception. I don't. That one I can't allow. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that helps. Why don't I have deception on my little funny list? Oh, there it is. It's a plus zero. Love it. That's just a six. Okay. Yeah, she she looks at you, looks right right past whatever the fuck you're trying to sell. She's like, I need to speak to the owner. And it's our Arlena that walks up uh, and says, Hi, heard about your little little conundrum. And she's not here. Heard about it. I'm so sorry for any any inconveniences might be, but we don't have her. If we do find her, I will let you know because it is such a tragedy to to, to have a lost child. But she's not here. And you see that some, because I, I rolled a little deception for Arlena, and Arlena's pretty Ooh. good in any way. But that's a nat 20 in her end. 
and the the goblin woman kind of hangs her head and she says fine but if you do see her and or if you already have her and she gives a look of like i think that's what ha what's happening here tell her i'm sorry please and arlena says i will do my best and the and the goblin woman walks out bella luna storms off victor you've never seen bella luna so pissed because when when arlena's pissed off she she's loud about it she'll she she yells bella luna's more of like a, a like a, a storm brewing uh very calm very quiet uh so bella luna kind of storms off and in her quietness arlena watches her go and she just i unzipper my mouth and i go, oh my god i couldn't breathe were you not you could breathe through <laughs> your nose like yeah but but i was trying to be really quiet you unzippered to talk you didn't breathe during that i unzippered to talk but then i had to close it again and then there was like a lot happening and also i was sniffly so i didn't want to sniffle through it <laughs> oh my god oh, thank god i don't know if i can do that again you guys that was tough. Just breathe next time. You did great. You say that like it's so simple. But... <laughs> Arlena looks after Bella Luna and then just kind of looks at the door where the where the goblin woman left. And Arlena's like, it's it's such a shame what has happened. This this whole thing. I can't imagine. And then she she looks like she's about to continue with thought and says, Never mind, we, we should get going. Um, and if you have no issues, you, you can head out. The sun's a little lower in the sky. I, I think I'll just, like, ask Carolina if she's better. Like, before we go, I just want to know, like, Victor wants to know if she's okay. Oh, you see, she she's raring to go. She She's not in her, her normal, like, tavern outfit, which is, like, a crop top and a long skirt. It's like she's in like like trousers and she has like a not like armor, but she has like like a leather jacket on and whatnot. And she she has a rapier at her side. She says, I feel prepared. If you all are ready to go, I am. This episode's called We All Get to Change in the Pants. I know, literally, like, <laughs> women it, took us, trousers. it took us three hours to not go to this thing that Alyssa was going to have. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I knew that was going to happen. It's fine. Oh, excellent. Please roll a group stealth check to avoid being seen by, like, the, the guards that, that go around the streets at night. All right, well, you guys are going to have to succeed. Ten. Um, I haven't mentioned this before because I thought it wasn't going to be relevant, but Victor was wearing bright clothes, like, before. Now he's just wearing neutral, acceptable oh, yeah. for a stealth mission. I no, I got you common sense like still fine sense of fashion but like just yeah. neutral it's, it's pretty you. but it's not extra <laughs> okay what have we rolled so far 10 10 okay what did you get Julian? yeah <laughs> i don't know why i'm gonna bother rolling but damn it i did good that was a 17 damn it guys i was the one that you guys were supposed to pick up the slack for um you know rolled well but not enough to neutralize a nat 20 or sorry not enough to neutralize a nat one cabras cabras messed me up okay it's his fault cabras fucked you fucked you up for sure yeah um, i'm fucked up his fault so uh as you're walking the streets you encounter not just a guardsman but you encounter and victor you recognize him 
Captain Trugar, who is a golden, uh, uh. dragonborn head of the guard, head of the council's men in Orlin. And he sort of swaggers past you, but does like a double take. And he says, hey, what are we doing out this late? Um, I, I just had Ooh. to pick up some mail from the post office. It's been months. My daughter's been trying to reach me. I just want to check. Make a, a deception check with advantage because that was so smooth. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that wasn't great. Deception is only a fucking eight. With advantage? Oh, oh my god. Holy shit. Oh um, my god. We're about to be murdered in the streets. Yeah. My god. Yeah, I have a fucking idea. My brain cells connected and I got a feeling from it. Go on, I'll do this. Okay, okay. Interject when you feel like your idea can be put into play. I'll raise my hand. I gotcha. Uh, so Captain Trugar um, kind of squints at you and he's like, you know, something about that doesn't seem right. Aren't you a little young to have a kid trying to reach you? A kid that can work life. Hers? She's mental. It's her sister, but there's, but, you know, poor <laughs> Sarah here has had to act as her sister's mom, <laughs> and we can't tell her the truth. I am gonna DM you something. <laughs> okay. No, please DM me something. Can I roll a deception? With disadvantage, you fuck. Why? Why? Why that was she not... Can I get advantage? Can I give? Can I give? That's literally a thing that happens. That's literally a thing that happens. I just the way you stuttered through it, though. Uh, I'll do it flat. Do it flat. But yeah. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna count me off for stuttering. Well, jokes on you because that's an eight. So. <laughs> You didn't need the disadvantage. Okay, this, this guy's getting more and more suspicious in a minute. I can say, yes, Victor, you can do that thing you just DM'd me for. So. Okay, then I I approach the man that I have known before. Uh, he I... looks down at you and he's like, revenge, and expect to see you with a bunch of nobodies. Don't worry about it. It's just it's just little business. I think we should forget about this, don't you think? It's just tiny stuff. And I want to cast command to make him forget he saw us. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Yo! What is the... What, what am I rolling for that? Just so I... Is it, a, is it a spell save? Is that what that is? I think they must succeed in a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Or follow the command. Or follow the command. And my um, DC is 14. Your DC is 14? Okay. Yeah. Let's tell you he's not very wise. And on a natural four, he says... Yay! Ah, business, as usual. Don't get in any trouble, but have a good evening. And he walks off and continues his patrol. Won't do, sir. <laughs> and he, like, he just mutters that and walks back. Yeah, you you and Trugar have a very like combative relationship because he kind of like it's not like he knows what you do with like helping people out, but like it's kind of the relationship that Sherlock Holmes has with like the Scotland Yard because it's like not with Moriarty, no, not with like Moriarty. Lestrade. 
thing plus drug. Yeah, but oh, more confident okay. than him in his salty. I was trying to like, figure out if the tension was sexual. Except, <laughs> uh, yeah, the tension's definitely not sexual. Uh, Trugar is a uh, heterosexual man. Yeah, he. I. So I I turn to July and I'm like, my daughter. Like, I'm still torn up <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, I'm like, her sister, her daughter, it's the same. And Orlando <laughs> looks into me like, you are the worst fucking liars I've ever seen in my Why life. Why didn't you say anything? I look at her you know and I'm what? like, stop talking. I'm You're super persuasive. Smooth, but I guess it's just not in the dice for me today, as they say. Darlings, sometimes silence is the only answer you can give. Well, what would that, that? That would have been worse if he was just like, "What are you doing out?" And none of us talked. I did, and it worked. Believe it. Okay. To okay. Me. Okay. Okay. Just before we I'm continue, so I'm checking something. <laughs> My daughter. <laughs> this okay. is gonna be a running bit. I declare it. Has a daughter now. What are you checking, Alyssa Mandrasi? I'm checking the language of the spell. Oh, like, do they know that it was cast on them? Yes. No, no. They don't have to. I don't. They don't know the language of the spell. Uh, the sorry, I don't know the language of the spell. So I was looking at it. You're you're good. You're golden. He, it's not like Friends where he's gonna remember that the spell was cast on him. I do a little. Thank fucking god. So you continue on to this warehouse that is in the southern slums of Orlin, and you. There are no guards on the outside, which is the complete opposite of what Arlena said this looks like during the day. Uh, there is an ominous blue glow that emanates from the tall windows, but you do not see a single councilsman outside. You can all make a perception check to, s- if, to see if you see anything like in the shadows and not in the light of this building, if you'd like. No, 21. I got a 14. Okay. Um, it would have been an 18 if they hadn't rolled off. <laughs> so, sorry, let me see. Oh, yeah, Arlene is fucking golden. It, all except for Victor, catch a thin tripwire that is on the outside of each entrance. You figure this is set up at night uh, so they don't have to worry about like having guards during the evening shift as well as during the day. Yeah, there are there are a couple of them that like you can step over them and not set off any alarms because you see they're connected to like like a cowbell or like something of that that makes that level of noise. Okay. So Arlena kind of points those out to to Victor in particular. I'm glad the highest level of noise is a cowbell. That is just the what else? (laughs) Like it's not like I'm trying to think of a thing that's like. I'm kidding. Not electronic. Look, cowbells are scary. Okay. That was a fucking loud. <laughs> I say as the 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 country gal that I am. Um, oh, you're the country the cows gal. Approaching, you gotta run. The cow's coming. <laughs> my God, my God, the cow's approaching. Oh my God, the cow. Anyway, you see that, but you do not see people out here. Uh, so you can easily avoid those now that you have seen them. Do you? You also notice that the front door is slightly ajar. Like you could you could just walk in if you wanted to. That's suspicious. I don't I trust know. that. I wanna look like without July immediately starts walking toward the door. Oh man, they left it open. Cool. I, I like stop you. 
do the thing like when a toddler's walking into traffic and you put your, your hand on their <laughs> yes. chest like stop i like, definitely by, let the, you. by the back of the shirt like <laughs> like a cat ah! yeah i yell Don't. we're immediately surrounded <laughs> can i get shot can I, oh my god peek, can i like peek inside the door see if i see something yeah you can peek inside the door you you start to hear like some low voices uh, Arlena has followed you to the edge of this door, and you recognize the gravelly voice of Captain Shrugar, the captain of the council's men that you just spoke with. So you think it's possible that with your forgets uh, command that he like just kind of made a loop and headed back this way, like on a separate path from you guys. So like you led him back here. Okay. Um, instead of like continuing with like patrol you uh do you sit and listen for this conversation that's like taking place yeah. absolutely i do and like for hidden no them. i'm gonna go back to tipper <laughs> all the way back to tipper the like yeah. day walk that is sure go yeah i'm it. just gonna go ahead and start that now set off a trip wire as i'm leaving it's not my problem anymore <laughs> fuck, fuck this shit guys i'm going home <laughs> yeah, exactly i had enough yeah i'm over it captain Trugar see the faint glow of his like golden armor gleaming in this blue light and you all listen as he says how is subject number 0-35 a nasally voice from someone just out of you responds unwell unfortunately her status has declined greatly since our last meeting and she has been unable to handle the extraction of raw arcana as i stated previously and captain trugar interjects gruffly and he's like you need the artifact. I cannot give you what I do not have. Doctor, do what you can without it. And the 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 doctor that he's speaking to says, she will die before the evening is out. Where is subject 0-36? I was told she was to be delivered this evening. Trugar responds, disappeared. Someone interceded the reception. The people will not speak, but the child was spirited away. Probably those vile mages running amok. I pray that it is your work that will end them all. We will remain vigilant. Doctor responds, a shame. The young ones have the most success. And you see them start to look at like files and and, and uh, charts and whatnot of, of different test subjects. Uh, do you step further into this room or do you... Because Is you it a common thing for animals to be here? Animals to be like in Orland in general or in this warehouse? In And in, in, in Orland in general, like would it be weird if like a little bird flew in? Like would that be like like a weird occurrence because birds tend to do that like if there's like a big open air rat i could yeah. be a little rat you could definitely have rats pigeons small small little animals like that even like a squirrel something like something small like that would, would work like disney is enchanted where she starts singing and the rats come out of the drain and help exactly the house. i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking with a bird i could like just sit in the rafters and like or like go over tripwires that kind of thing yeah Absolutely. I'm going to use a wild shape and I'm going to turn into a little pigeon and I'm going to fly in and sit on a rafter. Yeah, okay, do that. Can I mm-hmm. can I show my, my my piece of note real quick that I wrote in the beginning of the table and it says like, council harnessing magic question mark and I feel Ooh, so smart. Oh, true. Oh, you're valid. So true. You're valid, valid, babe. Love that for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for confirming my theories. Yes. Uh, so, Safria, you wild shape into like a, a small bird, like a pigeon or something? Yep. Okay, great. 
and you settle like on top in the rafters yeah okay we will discuss what you see while you're while you have this bird's eye view in a moment i want to see what our other players do uh, so, Victor and July, do you, like, move further into this room? You can make another perception check if you want, but you get the feeling you can move pretty freely here because they're so, they have their backs to you and they are so enraptured in this conversation or so enwrapped in this conversation. Wait, I want to lean over. Sorry. No, go on. No, go on. I have I just no want... idea what I'm doing. I lean over to Victor and I'm like, do we think that we want to burn this? Not now. Well, because I'm just saying, because I'm really good at that. So, if shit goes sideways, is that what we do? No, there's someone inside that needs saving right now. After we take them out? Sure. I'm saying, first of all, I'm saying burn the papers. I'm not saying burn the place down. And second of all, it's not one person. It's possibly up to 34 other people. Unless those people have been killed already. Well, uh, I wouldn't count on them being alive. They were already, they are counting on the death of this person and waiting for the next one already. I, I, I don't think they last very long here. I'm sorry. Uh, Arlena kind of leans in as you guys are talking and she says, I need to see what they've been doing to these people so we can see if we can destroy A, any other signs of this happening anywhere else. And be just seeing who they've done this to. Because if we can see who, then maybe we can give family closure. Like some, these, these are obviously missing peoples, right? Or maybe the family's new. And, and you remember what Alana said, which was that she thought she might be going here. And she's probably, oh, dash 36. Yeah. Yeah, that was That's obvious. what I was thinking. <laughs> Right, no, for sure. But um just it's like it's possible that some of the people who went here, like their families knew that they were coming here. Or some of them could just be missing people, so you're not really sure. So do you do you like angle yourself so maybe you can see because you still can't see who the doctor is. You can just see uh the, the Trigar. I, I wanna lean in a little bit. Um, and... Yeah, for sure. Uh so you as you move further into the space, uh, you you see a, a better shot of Trugar, and you catch a glimpse of the silhouetted unnamed doctor, a 30-ish year old uh, tiefling person, but not like the classic red-skinned devilish tiefling, but more like a pale blue skin tiefling with like solid pale blue eyes, uh, antlers atop their head. And that is perhaps the least interesting part about the scene. Behind them, you see neat little rows of body-shaped lumps on morgue tables, of varying sizes and probably varying races, covered in white sheets uh, that are sort of tinged and stained with blood. There are there are little tags on the ends of these tables that you can't quite read from your vantage point. Um, and you hear the rattle of chains, but you can't quite see where that's coming from. This is where Safria comes in. Oh, wait, can I just say one thing really quickly? Yes, what's up? I don't want to go further into the room. I want to like turn around and like be watching our back to make sure that nobody comes up behind us. You're watching the door. Yeah. So I don't want to want to go any closer. Awesome. Inside. So you don't really get the glimpse of who's in here, but you kind of stay towards and you can still hear some of the conversation um, as it happens. Excellent. Um, so Safria, you see a jail cell beyond these rows of dead bodies. 
containing a woman in a pale blue gown. Uh, her wavy black hair is matted and shrouding her face, so you can't tell from this vantage point who this is, but you get the sense that this is subject number 0-35. Um, her hands are bound in chains above her head, uh, the kind that you saw on Alana's hands when mm -hmm. he was rescued, uh, except these cuffs have runes uh, carved into the cuffs that might... You actually don't know what they do, but Safri, you can make an Arcana check because you're around books and runes often. I will do that. Arcana, Arcana, Arcana. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, so you see that these runes are anti-casting runes, uh, to put it uh, simply. Uh, they particularly specialize in divine magic. Uh, so whatever magic uh, this this patient or this person is casting, um, you can they're trying to ward against that, and you can tell it's divine. But yeah, these these are runes to stop. Like if she casts, you get the feeling that it might cost her cause her like physical pain or something along those lines. These are definitely uh, to protect the people who are who have been torturing her and trying to pull stuff out of her. Can I get into the jail cell? Ooh, in front of these make a I'm a bird. Make a stealth check with advantage. Because it it is strange Please. in here. It, it it is a little strange, but I'm giving you advantage because you are such a small thing. That is a twenty twenty one. Okay, yeah. No, they do not see you. Uh you are in this jail cell. The woman meets your eye. And you see that her eyes, um, much like Zella's were as a goddess, um, or who you thought was Zella, her eyes are a solid golden yellow. And but she is—you can tell she's looking at you, but she does not say anything, lest she, uh, you know, lose her position of sorts. Yeah. Fuck! I don't know how to talk to her without unburdening. Without unburdening. Without unburdening. While yeah. you were figuring stuff yeah. out. Um, so you, um, Arlena? Wait, sorry, does she look hurt? Uh, yes. Very. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm gonna, like, hop up to her and I want to cast Cure Wounds on her. Just like You can't do that in wild shape. You can't cast. No! Teacher, yeah. teacher, you can't cast in wild shape. Thank <laughs> you for telling me. I probably would have allowed that. Um, actually, no, I would have looked it up and known. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately... This isn't okay, Dungeons and Daddies, all right? This isn't a kangaroo court. <laughs> oh, I want it to be a kangaroo court. Thank God. Okay. okay, so as you see her wounded and realize you can't do anything in this form, uh, Victor, Arlena kind of like tugs you and she says, I want to see where that noise is coming from. Will you come with me? Sure, let's go. Make a stealth check and Arlena's going to oh, also make a stealth check. God, I'm gonna roll far away from that place. Give me two net twenties and two net ones. <laughs> I got a three. I don't think oh, any no. other place on my table is better than sure. that one. Yay! So I want to let you know that you're so fucking lucky that Arlena rolled a nat twenty. <gasps> and I, I can say, luck, baby. And I will say that her nat twenty kind of helps cover you as well. Like you almost tripped. Or you almost hit like a tripwire and she like pulls you by the back of your shirt and holds you upright and she's like, I got you. I got you. Move a little further. And she helps lead you it further into this place as you as you're a little like stumbling in, in this kind of shrouded darkness you're in. And from this vantage point, you can now also see this woman face sort of shrouded. And you do see uh Safria as a little bird 
next to her. And you see this woman moves her attention from Safria and lifts her head. And she pulls on the chains uh, that hold her. And she says, I demand to be released. My husband would have your head if he knew I was here. Don't you know who I am, you impetuous little fools? Do I know her when I look She's that missing duchess or whatever the fuck. Um, oh, what? Arlena gasps oh. because she recognizes this person. Oh my. And oh, Victor, oh. you're a little oh. first. It oh. takes you a moment to realize who you're looking at. And I'm sure you remember mere days ago, back when all this shit began, and you finished a case. Uh, oh and the woman God. you claim to have saved? Yeah, this woman's face should look a little familiar. Like, maybe as familiar <laughs> as, say, Carlos's. Oh Whoa, what? And as no. you look at this woman... Yeah, they were talking about... Wait, what is her name? I did write it down. Oh my god. Madalena. What a great day to oh, lose 10 years Oh, Madalena. Countess Madalena. Mm-hmm. That so, bitch is a countess. Uh-huh. The Countess Madalena is the one locked in this cage. Her eyes are blazing with electric energy as she tries to rebuke the bonds that hold her here. And Victor, you are left with a sinking feeling as you realize you might have fucked up. And bit. folks, that is where we'll leave today's session. No! no why, why would you do that to me? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! No, okay, that's, that's fine. You're... I was prepared for that to happen. God. Oh my I god! I don't even know who this man is. <laughs> um. Next time I play is gonna be fun. I'm gonna have stuff to tell. I think. That is it from us here at Roll for Rainbow. If you liked it, you can follow us on twitter at roll for rainbow tell us what you liked about the episode at hashtag roll for rainbow you can follow us here i am nerdy birdie 6602 emmett is at boy scout paladin trin is at trinity m foskett and at tea time witch and julian is at sonnet underscore art all on twitter thank you so much folks any advice for for our people uh, read the rules of wild shape before you turn into a little bird <laughs> don't scam people don't scam people is a good one reap what you sow it's just I'm just like stressed out <laughs> also uh fuck Cabris he's he's fuck like God. he's on my list now no God, wait, you know what it really is guy. you know what it really is it's fuck cops we can't have that be the message for every episode no that should be fuck cops it is good. true Oh wait, you know what's my message? Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. God fucking <laughs> <laughs> Here's my okay, message. Okay, we need to end it now. <laughs> <laughs>